I don't know if you, you guys have read or listened to the audiobook History of Seven Killings. Mm-hmm. A brief history of seven killings. Um, not, oh, I have heard about it. I was about to say I hadn't heard about it, but yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. I read it once. I've listened to it twice. This is probably my favorite book hmm. because it sort of talks about a period of like political um, violence in Jamaica. And it talks about like the drug culture, how that sort of developed with the posses in New York and politics and Bob Marley. In 1976, Bob Marley was trying to put together this peace concert, bringing together the two warring factions of of like ghetto, Mm -hmm. like these two dons. He got them to meet, shake hands, got the two, uh, the prime minister and his opponent, two opposing uh, political parties to come together and in the lead up to the concert, that was when Bob Marley got shot. Somebody ran up in his crib, shot him, shot Rita, shot a bunch of people, shot his manager. And that was in an effort to stop that peace concert from happening. Now, the problem with that peace concert was at the time, Jamaica had a very close relationship with with Cuba. Mm. And, you know, some people were afraid that Cuba, that Jamaica was going to go communist. So, they had to put a stop to that. Mm. And um, it kind of, it changes a lot of people's names, but if you're familiar with the history of politics and everything that was going on in Jamaica at the time, it, but the characters are, it's amazing. Like I, at, at one time HBO had, had, uh, had gotten the, the license to, had optioned this, this book to be a, a series. And then it just went away mm. for some reason. Sounds like, Whites trying to say no. We don't want that out there. Yeah, you know Noriega, all the motherfuckers in bed together. Yo, there was so much shady shit going on in the world at that time. Mm-hmm. So much shady shit. Oh yeah, all over the globe. We were sniffing up eighty percent of the cocaine in the world at that time. Yeah, yeah and they made sure you know. if they couldn't get the money from Congress, mm-hmm. <laughs> they got they shook down drug dealers. dealers. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yes, they did. They were selling them weapons and, and, and helping them fucking do whatever they do so they can fund whatever they yeah. could, whatever political party they were in line with. Yeah. As long as it fucking helped the government, and especially America, they didn't they looked the other way, you know, like the Contras and all the other shit that happened over there. You know, you know what's so crazy is like how we forgot about that whole era of mm-hmm. Oliver North and the Iran Contra. Like if you go back and you look at how crazy Mm-hmm. everything was that they were nigga. using drug money that was destroying black neighborhoods and that nigga Ronald was like what well I yeah. don't remember that I was eating some jelly beans and fucking Nancy and I forgot he that said I from. don't recall I don't recall signing things like that to kill niggas I mean black people <laughs> well well, you, I, well, the and thing he's is, considered is that, by some or even most Republicans as a a top president yeah. in this country. Oh, yeah. Well, they had, they had one objective, bring down communism. And the, the, the Iron Curtain came down and uh, that's all they cared about. Yeah. Not not the so fact black that people were the sacrificial lamb. Of course. Hey, mm-hmm. If we got to destroy 13 percent of America mm-hmm. to get what we want, it's worth it. Hey, it's it's, uh, you know, two birds, one stone, pretty much. This show started very different. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I got that book. <laughs> this is the new 
Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Decoding 40. I'm your host, Vincent Perez, this week, and I'm joined here with my two best friends in the whole wide world. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is your boy L.O. AKA, I'm half of an empty nester. Just for three weeks, though. This is Alaric. That's what's up. That's what's up. Empty nester. Yes. Uh, good luck to your oldest son. As he mm-hmm. treks through the Far East. Can we call it the Far East? Is it we still call it the Far East? It's the Far, that, Far it's East. A, or is that the Far, Far East? It's like it's more like the West East. Right. Okay. <laughs> the West East. It's the West. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. But good luck. Good luck to the good luck to the oldest. Make sure that, you know, God protects him, make him safe. And I hope he has a good time and learns a lot of things. When you so said before, empty nester, for some reason, I was thinking Chester, the empty nester, right? Jesus. Wow. <laughs> he's like I was not no. he's dirty over there. He's yeah, being yeah, dirty. Yeah. For the, for the record, that had nothing to do with what I was saying. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Uh let's not give you a van uh, with any puppies in it. Uh, remember when that was the biggest scare in the world, the fucking the infamous puppy van? Watch out, he might have puppies in there. He'd try to get you to pet him. Is that what they were saying? But I do yeah. remember the van. I don't remember the puppy uh, element. That was always the trick that they were like so they would show like these videos or I don't remember like where the puppy. Thing oh, came. you're like, right. Yeah, they would like kind right. of say, yes. you know, they'll try to yes. get you to come over there with a puppy or candy or something. Like yeah, that. Yeah. Hey, why don't you come over here and, and look at my puppy? And it's really his cock. You don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. You know, you're in a van, you're crying, you got tape in your hey, mouth. Kids. That's hilarious. You know, I, I, I remember um when we were at 176 there being like a scare like that. And I don't know. I, I wasn't afraid. I guess we weren't if we were just different kids from Queens and you know the city were different. Like you know, like there was no way dude is gonna run up on me like you want to touch my you want to touch a puppy someone's I'm like get the fuck out of my face because I had a bad mouth at that age, so I probably would have been like the fuck out of here. I probably yeah. would have got more attention by my mouth and a, and a parent or someone going, what, what's wrong with that kid cursing like that? Then the actual guy was trying to abduct me. Abduct me was, me. was it somebody trying to get them, like trying to coax a kid into a car? Yeah, that was that was a story about third, fourth grade. I remember. I think I remember. He was trying to they, someone was trying to snatch a kid or whatever. And, and, you know, that that went around like wildfire, just like, you know, fucking raises and candy and all of the stuff. It was always right. like that in the background uh, during the 80s childhood. There was always some fear of something. Someone was going right. to take you. And, and that was around the time of Atlanta child murder. So it was like, yo, right. you don't know if this nigga's dropping cars up here, snatching kids. Like, what's going on? But You know what's so crazy? We didn't talk about this during the pre-production, but I have been thinking about how crazy this world is where we have all these certain precautions. Like, the reason why we have an additional uh, layer of protection or security on um, like pills and the way that they turn is because someone crazy was trying to lace aspirin yeah. and like Tylenol. Tylenol, yeah. Tylenol right. murderers. There's right. A, so there's a podcast about that. It is. <laughs> Here we <Yeah>. go again. <laughs> I think I, I actually think I heard one. Is it two ladies? 
I remember it was a guy in the Midwest. But I'm saying, like, what 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 he, were you thinking? He had killed like like the first people who died were like three three people in the same family. Wow, must all had headaches. Yeah, and then remember Just during the pandemic, they started locking up the ice cream doors. Oh yeah, because people were licking the top layers of the ice cream. Like what? I wish we, I would have saw somebody doing that. We live on a planet where probably 80% of the people are trash. <laughs> I wish I mean, I if I'm going by the 80-20 rule, 80% uh, of the population are trash. Is trash. So what, what what does that leave us? I'm really hoping 20%. it's only 20% that are trash and, and the rest of us I don't know. Uh I feel like 8 out of 10 people are trash. Wow. Those are high mm. numbers. I was thinking <laughs> I'm putting up high numbers. <laughs> I'm Jason Kidd in the playoffs. <laughs> I think the twenty percent. I think it's twenty percent of trash, but they're really, really loud. I think I, mm. I'm going to say that I won't go as far as eighty twenty. I would probably say sixty forty. Then it's eighty twenty. There is no sixty forty. You don't. You don't think that sixty percent of trash and forty percent of good? No. It's, it's either twenty or good, or twenty or bad, or eighty or good, or eighty or bad. Well, the thing is, you. you it, it, what do you, What is your definition of trash? Because you have rich people who are trash, like just trashy people, personality okay, those, wise, those fucking people, animals, people who assholes. use whatever means that they have to make life more difficult for other people are considered trash. Okay, that's a lot mm. of people. Uh, see, I. So I. I'm gonna say ten percent are trash. Forty <laughs> percent. Don't give a Just fuck. Just go along with it. And it. wait, yeah, go along with what? Peace, God. Peace, God. Go along with the trash. 85, 10, 5. Go along with the trash. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, they actually are entertained by the trash. <laughs> you know, actually, That's trash. I'm going to bump that up to like 65%. I'm saying, Enjoy if you're at 65, you might as well be at 80 because that's yeah. how you round up. Wow. All right. But well, actual trash is 10%, but they're very loud. They're very, they're very, very loud. I, I just, we, we need another planet. That's that's what I'm trying to get to the point of. It's that's what it is. Well, on that other planet, you can go to dakotam40pod.com and get your t-shirts, hoodies because whatever planet we might be on, it could be cold. So you're going to need a hoodie. You're going to need a hat because it might be a lot of sun, and you need a cup to drink that alien water. We're intergalactic. So Yeah. You can get us anywhere. Mars. You know we you go to we're going to be at we're going to be at planet Hennessy. The the water there is actually <laughs> Hennessy. <laughs> We're going to set up a table. We're going to set up a little booth. Do you know how ratchet Planet Hennessy would be? <laughs> there would be a gunfight every 10 seconds. Every, <laughs> right. <laughs> yo, exactly. yo, yo, it's reporting for Planet Hennessy, son. Right. And, and then, and then, like, the uppity Hennessy niggas would be the ones that would all, all they would drink would be Hennessy white. The Hennessy white people. <laughs> <laughs> I drink Hennessy white. <laughs> It's worse than the regular NSC, bro. Bang, bang. Oh, man. But yeah, make sure you go and support us at Dakota40pod.com. Like I said, we got t shirts, hoodies. L's always uh, coming out with a, a new t shirt on Mondays. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mondays. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Why not? <laughs> sure. Whatever. You know, whatever they pop up. Yeah. So sometimes okay. it's Mondays, Tuesdays, whatever I feel like. It's called Merch Mondays, but you it's know. It's called Merch Mondays, but yeah. It might come out on Tuesday and Wednesday. Listen, shit happens. You know what I mean? We got it all. So it's about that time to check in, fellas. Uh, who wants to go first this week? I would like to go first. Uh-oh. Go for it. Must and be. the reason I would like to go first is because I started out the podcast last week with a plan of my check-in. And somehow by the time it got around to me, 
You abandoned the plan. I somehow abandoned the plan, and I forgot the most important thing Uh-oh. on my list of things to me- mention, oh, which wait, hold on. Drum roll. was... Drum roll. Hold on. Hold on. Let it... Let, let the it celebration of my 10th wedding anniversary, which was also on June 27th, the same day as Vin's anniversary. Right. And uh, even having that reminder... <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I, did the wife hear the last episode? She did. But I so, heard it first. Did 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 you get a tap on the shoulder where it was like, hmm. So Vin acknowledged his anniversary. Um, yes, but you know what? I I I had already Oh, you preempted it. No, no, no. I had already realized my mistake. Oh, nice. Very good. Um having good for you, sir. Not mentioned. Uh and, and I was like, I I definitely meant I came into the show with that intention. And I don't even remember what my check-in was about. But you, you ever seen Saving Private? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Right? Saving yeah. Privates. Yeah, that was a porn. <laughs> that's that's the porn number. Yeah. Saving, Saving Private Ryan's. Ryan's. Oh no, no, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Saving I've seen Private Saving Ryan's Privates. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Saving Private Ryan. There is a sniper in the movie, Wicked Sniper. That's. Uh, catches him he's always like as he's shooting he's praying and he and he he asks god for help that's basically your wife after she heard the show and you didn't shout her out she was like <laughs> no she she wasn't she, she wasn't she snipe you she wasn't mad mad she wasn't mad mad about that but she did like mm. you didn't mm. i see you didn't mention that but mm. i'll probably pay for that later but anyway you pay for it with the rest of your life <laughs> No, I, I, I really the rest of my life. life. I mean, it was a big anniversary. We went out. We had a great dinner. We went out to uh, Budokan in the city. And, um, Budokan? Really, How'd you like that? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I highly that? recommend the lobster fried Did you bread. find the food salty? One of the dishes I definitely found salty. Okay. It's a, but it's I, a, I, I, like, I like salt. Oh. I like okay. salt. So if it's a little on the salty side, I can manage. But one was definitely... On, too salty. Mm, okay. Too salty. Yeah. What is it? A uh, Asian fusion? Yeah. Yeah. Asian fusion. It was really, really good food. N- nothing we had was bad except I don't like eggplant. Eggplant was in one of the dishes. And oh, um, I love eggplant. Pause. I can't like, cook eggplant. It's just <laughs> soft. It's just ugh, blech. it smells like a snot. It's like a booger. It's like a pile of <laughs> a pile of boogers on my well, plate. I, I've used it. I've used uh, eggplant in um, in my vegetable lasagna, but then like I I actually will bake the eggplant, so it kind of dries it out a little bit, so right. you're not gonna it won't turn to that mu- that mushy. But yeah, it's good. You gotta just use it in certain foods. Yeah, this this was mush. It was not not good. I didn't like mushy. It. But any other than that, everything else was good. Uh, we had a really great dinner. It was just a great conversation, and we were just talking about ten years. How did we get here? Like. It's in the blink of an eye. We've got two kids, um, a six-year-old, uh, almost seven, and a five-year-old. How did this happen? That's fascinating. We just got here. I And I say that because I had a similar thought when I was in North Carolina. My wife and I were walking back to the hotel room, and I was behind her, and I was thinking, I've been with this woman for a long, 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 <laughs> long time. And again, the, the thought was, how did we get here from a introduction on a college campus to yeah. two kids to traveling to all of this stuff? 
And it's just, it was just, I don't know, it was sort of an epiphany that, you know, you're married. (laughs) (laughs) You're married. But in the blink of an eye, like, take Right. All all of this time has passed. And all of these things have happened and people have been created. And, you know, it's, 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 you're right. It's, it's very fascinating. That was, that was our entire conversation. We were like, you know, man, like you, you couldn't have predicted from the time that we met, like you were saying, from the day that you met, right. that now this is where we are. Holy shit. Like, and, and just think by life. the time you guys are 25 years and 65 each, well, you'll be 65. You, you might be empty nesters. You feel yeah. you, yeah, both of them will be of age to be in college. The oldest will, your, oldest, your daughter will probably hopefully you know, be out of college and doing something for with us, you know, with her degree or whatever she attains. And your son will probably will just about be finished or, or finished. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, you, but I was going to say for me, right. we have seven more years mm. and then we are in empty, empty nesters, which is mm. wow. Two years yeah. for me. Back to Lisbon. <laughs> Speaking of which I was looking at Lisbon. We missed a, great opportunity there was an app where you could eat a meal either lunch or dinner at someone's home who would have prepared it for you really yeah that would have been amazing that would have been cool that would have been really cool if they let us in they would have been like like, we don't have fried chicken here if they let us in no fried chicken no watermelon no you can't come here uh they will look at uh no no, no, uh, no, no, uh, sorry, no, uh, no, 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 very true, no, no, <laughs> very true. But no. according to the no app, money, uh, no. you just have to list the number of people. I think it was like 20, maybe 40 or 30, yeah. 30. Um, what, what was that uh, currency there? Euros, euros, yeah. So it was about 30, 45 euros per person. Mm-hmm. And the host chef prepares the meal for you mm. and. That's it. That's your dinner are, and everything. Are there reviews? Because that's a good point. I didn't look at the reviews because okay. I didn't go that far. But I figured there's a few other places in Portugal. If we wanted to go back to Portugal, that we could go and that app serves services those areas. Mm-hmm. Or we could probably find a similar situation in another country that we decide to go next okay. year. Okay. Because it might be like, hey, y'all go have a seat over there. I'm going to heat up this can of tuna. Right. Yeah, but no, no, no. Some beans. The meals that I saw were they looked delicious. Yeah, they looked. You just better hope that you don't have a poppy pizza like in fucking Seinfeld, and they don't wash his hands. <laughs> and you Did I tell you guys hot, when I worked at a pizza shop balls. in Nashville? What'd you say? No. I told you about the, the time when I worked in a pizza shop in Nashville. Really? No, you didn't. What? what let, let it. Well, there was tell. a guy. His arm was incredibly hairy, and he would. Stir. Oh, I think you told me you said that. Oh, I was an arenara sauce with his, with his arm. bare hand in his bare hand, and his what? arm would be entirely in the marinara sauce, turning and stirring the sauce. Yo, he's a fucking pervert. It, it, he's a savage, and he should have been killed. Which I don't know if he was, but we stopped eating the marinara sauce. We saw it yeah. eating white pizza at that point. I wouldn't eat anything you, from there. He, there's no spoons. That was that was no no no. Hold up, did he take did he take his hand out of the sauce, lick his fingers, and put it back in? That's just right. It's almost ready. Needs a little more salt. He was a little more sauce. He would scoop up the sauce in his hand and pour and just rub it on the pizza. He was absolutely disgusting. I can't remember his name, but believe in ladles. 
Yeah. And he, he he was a foreigner. I can't remember which country he was from, but the planet yeah. he was from the country called Disgusting. Uh yeah, pretty much. He was from Hennessy, the planet Hennessy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The planet Hennessy, he was a fucking uh, Michigan Michelin star Michelin star chef on the planet Hennessy. You kidding me? Oh jeez. Oh man. But sorry. Go on, sir. Oh, let me see. The other thing about my check-in, okay, so the kids started camp uh last week. And my son, you know, it takes a minute to adjust to new things. So, you know, dropping him off in the morning has been difficult because there's all these tears. Please don't leave. I want you to stay. And it's, we've all had the experience of dropping your child off at school or at daycare, and it's all tears, and they pull at your heartstrings, and you feel bad. But also, I need to not be with you. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Take this child, and I'm going to walk away before I can hear any more crying. <laughs> As you strip them away from your body. Yes, exactly. Because he was really, like, clinging onto my mm-hmm. shirt. Like, he had a handful of shirt today. And I'm like, why? Because <laughs> oh, they're cooking all babies the, back here. All the way from the house He's skipping. And I'm like, hey, what are you looking forward to? Oh, I'm, I'm going to play soccer. And my daughter's like, oh, I'm going to go swimming. And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the camp, down the stairs, drop off my daughter. And now it's his turn to get dropped off. And the waterworks start. Mm. He's reminded I, they have the camps here. I, I really feel like he's setting me up so that when I pick him up, he can ask for whatever he wants. Oh, that would I be, feel like it's you, a you think he's that calculating? He could be. Mm. If you underestimate them, they'll get you. That's when they get you. <laughs> That's when they get you. They smell <laughs> blood in the water like sharks. <laughs> because as soon as I picked him up today, he was like, mm, I want a cinnamon raisin bagel. And I was like, okay. What What if the kids at the camp put him on game? Like, This is what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta cry when they let you uh, uh, when they drop you. Like I got yesterday when I cried, I got two slices of pizza, some motherfucking ice cream, and a brand new video game. <laughs> Y'all know about that. I mean, there was snot bubbles and everything. Well, the question is, did you get him ice cream? No, I got him this cinnamon raisin. Ba- well, we went to the oh, bagel okay. shop, but then he, he changed wanted- his mind and he wanted some other snack cake. Oh, I got him mm-hmm. that. No, okay. But he's considerate because he got one for his sister also. So. Oh, very nice. He's very like, nice. I ain't paying for it, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, give me all the cakes. <laughs> give me all the cakes. One for me, one for her, and two for me. Cake, 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 he, and he'll cake, get it. Cake, he's got it. Yeah, he'll yeah. pay for it. He's got that thing on his wallet. He just taps it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo, which, by the way, makes money seem less real to these kids. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, then just just get it from Amazon. I'm like, well, you have to pay Amazon. You have to give them money, but not real money. Yeah, real money. Card money. Real money. Um, what else is going on? I think that's it. That's that's you it. Sure. See, wait, hold on. Let me check back. Let me make sure, let me make sure there's no no other things that I've right. got. No, that's it. Okay, that's my that's my check in. Merch drop. What's up, y'all? We need y'all to support this podcast. Pick yourself up a t-shirt. Pick yourself up a hoodie. They're soft. They're poly tri-blend. Luxurious. Warm. They're furry on the inside. They're really plush. You can sleep in them. Your wife can sleep in it. 
daughter can steal it and she can sleep in it. Go over to Decoding40Pod.com and get yourself a t-shirt, a hoodie, whatever you like. Decoding40Pod.com Yo, Rick, what is your middle name? Sean. Sean. Oh. Is it Sean? C- Sean. How do you spell it? S-E-A-N. Are you sure? He said, oh, Am I sure? Because I thought, you know, for whatever reason, I thought you had like a weird middle name and then you never told me what it was. No. no. He asked me before we got on. I thought it was Aloysius. <laughs> Alaric, Alaric Aloysius. <laughs> no, that would have just been evil. My parents are not that think it would have sound like a goddamn <laughs> teacher from Hogwarts. <laughs> Professor Aloysius. <laughs> What magic do you know? <laughs> is Aloysius a real name? It is a name. It is an absolute real name. I've never met an Aloysius. You gotta go I think South Theo South. Huxtable's middle name was Aloysius. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Theodore Aloysius Huxtable. That sounds about right. So what's going on in your world, Al? I got a short check-in. It, for us, it is all about uh, this kid being in South Korea. We, I think mm, the two nights leading up to him leaving on Saturday afternoon was just like bedlam in this apartment. It just was crazy. I didn't sleep at all the night before he was supposed to leave. Well, maybe a couple of hours. And then just getting him to the airport was a little bit crazy because we had to fill out forms for him to you know, be able to move through south korea and uh you know set make sure he had all the apps on his phone and then we get to the airport and my wife is trying to get a pass for one of us to take him to the gate mm-hmm. um but the gate the gate pass costs 150 dollars or 200 what so you can say goodbye <laughs> that's some bullshit. and so the airline charges that or tsa that's a good question um it sounds like the nigga who you was talking to. That'd be two hundred dollars. That'd be two hundred dollars. The I think the terminal charges that, so that would either be TSA or JFK. Wow. Probably J. Probably the Port Authority. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, Pat. That's nuts. Wait, wait. One quick question. So you sure. didn't sleep the night before? Was that nervousness or was that prep getting him ready to go? A little bit of both, because when I typically travel. And I know I'm leaving, particularly internationally, it's hard for me to sleep. I'm always restless. So the fact that it was him, and he didn't go to bed till late, as, as a matter of fact, but he was playing video games with either his cousin or his friends. I don't know what he was doing. So yeah, so that was my my situation. When we get to the airport, uh, my wife is talking to the manager's manager because she talked to the uh, woman who was at the uh, desk, and she said, well... I need to talk to your manager who was like two seats down. <laughs> he didn't it's give her the response that she was she wanted. So she said, I need to talk to your manager. So he pointed right. to another woman who was a, about three seats down and uh, they wound up talking and I wanted to talk to the guy. And um, he was like, your son is a, a, a big guy. He, it will be fine getting to the uh, uh, gate. I said, you do understand that that's his mother. Right. So. Right. And he he was like. Base, I, I don't know what exactly he said, but basically he said, say less. And um, so he and I were talking and, and laughing and my wife turned and saw us laughing. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> you better wipe that. Yeah, you better wipe with the enemy and shit. I'm over here fighting for our son's life. And you sitting over there jokingly joking, hey, 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 nigga, <laughs> Mr. Giggly, Kiki and over there with the uh, flight of uh, reservation guy. 
So giggles marinara over here. Right. So we we figure it out. The manager should have someone walk him to the gate. When we get to uh, the point where he's ready to leave, an agent is assigned to him and basically walks him through the gate. And she's a little too personal because she's like cursing. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so don't worry, this thing is gonna be all right. You know what I mean, bitch? right? Basically, this motherfucker. So we get, yeah. <laughs> he a big, get nigga. Look at this big motherfucker right here. This big motherfucker right here. You don't need no. You don't need no escort. Right. So we get to the point where he has to show his boarding pass, and she's like, "Y'all gonna hug or what?" I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so we we say our goodbye, Hurry up. hug, and um, it it it's definitely dope when your kid does something that puts them out of their sandbox. Hmm. And I really did have a sense of pride about him in just embracing this opportunity. And um, I told him uh, to just take care of himself and just, you know, don't do anything. I, this is what I told him. Whenever you have a moment where you think maybe I might not do something, think about would my parents be upset? Hmm. Is that a deterrent? No, it's not. Okay. Okay. But it felt good for me. I'm in say. Korea, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> So um, I gave him some condoms and I gave him the speech. Okay. I said, don't come back with any babies or no any STIs. Babies. Yes. So, Because, I mean, if I was his age, that is the only thing I'm thinking about. Right. I, I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. Video games. 15. Yeah. It's it's only it's, vagina and Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. Is he is he traveling with with friends? Are there friends in his group? No, he traveled by himself, completely by himself. Yeah, it's good on him. Um, good on him. Yeah, yeah, I, I was happy on him, happy with him and for him. But the funny thing was, so we have like air tagged in his luggage, mm-hmm. and we can track his phone. But to this day, all of that information shows him still at JFK. <laughs> Whoa! So thanks Apple for nothing, because. <laughs> They was like, ah, yeah, we don't do Korea. Right. <laughs> right. He's like, you're on Korea? Well, no, your last reading will remain at JFK. So maybe it'll update, but it's been two days right now, so we'll see. But yeah, he's he's having a good time. Um, we all kind of slipped notes and cards into his bag so he can read once he gets there of encouragement. And just let him know that, you know, we love him, we support him. So it's weird because even talking to him on FaceTime for a bit, it was like he was in college because yeah. he kind of took on his air like, you know, I've got to do things. And when he said, I got I have to go buy an extension cord or um, what do you call it, a power cord? I was like, wow, he's trying to get off the phone with us. <laughs> yeah, I got to go. I got to. Yeah. Yeah. I got this thing I got to do. <laughs> what? Yeah, I got a, got a thing what? that I got Y'all a come? thing. That I'll be right there. That yeah, I got to go. Does this thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was it was a foreshadow to when he does or if he goes uh, away to college. So, yeah, so th- that's that's the buzz on in our house. Um, my youngest son was a bit upset when we were going to the airport. And, you know, actually, they both were upset once the youngest son started crying. Then the oldest started crying. I was like, oh, OK. But, you know, that's their relationship. I, it's such a huge thing, like because this is his first exercise of independence right 15 like yeah and he's going out to get it it's a huge thing like you were saying for him to go out to get his own extension cord right he's not saying dad 
I need an extension cord. He's like, <clears throat> I got to go out and get my own extension cord. <laughs> now, I'm hoping extension an extension cord, cord is not a metaphor. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> extension cord. <laughs> I was just about to say, he took the words out of my mouth, motherfucker. <laughs> extension cord really means two hot Asian bras. <laughs> that's what they call an extension cord here, Dad. <laughs> they call me the extension cord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to go give the extension cord. Cool. But, uh, but other than that, I want to tell you guys, I'm watching this crazy show called From on epics that is absolutely a incredibly written show uh acted and uh it's about a group of people who find themselves have i talked about this i, I don't think so I don't no i haven't emerged all right well it's about a group of people who have found themselves in this one town and they are stuck there but at night these dead people but they're not zombies come out and kill yeah, I think you you you, you might have mentioned it one time. Okay, uh, a couple right. shows ago. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, it's, I, I'm familiar with that. It's a great show. I just finished season two. Mm. My God, because of the writer's strike, we don't know if there's going to be a season three. But if it ends on season two, it will be worth it. So, what would you compare it to? Like Walking Dead, Last of Us. It is um, a blend of The Walking Dead with The Twilight Zone mixed with a little bit of uh, uh, Black Mirror. So it's it's sort of like this thing where everyone knows what's happening and they're trying to deal with it, but they don't know why they're there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really good. So with that. This is your boy L.O. Uh, that's my check-in, and I'm done speaking. You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's good, people? This is your boy L.O. A.K.A. The Ad Man. If you like this show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. I have completed... Jesus Christ, I can't believe I'm saying this. I have completed my Google IT certification. I got my big certificate today. Ten weeks of computer mumbo-jumbo jammed into my skull. (laughs) I feel like, yo, I feel like, okay, so I feel like Neo, well, if you've everybody's seen The Matrix. I feel like when he first wakes and then they start sticking that shit in his head, he's like, I know Kung Fu. That's how the fuck I feel right now. I know IT, but not really all the shit that he knew. Cause like yeah. I might be able to like I don't know fix some shit, but I don't know. I got I got to fuck with it for a bit. But I am done. I am finished. Uh, I completed all my assignments uh, literally a minute before we got on. Uh, wow. Th- tonight, but I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And now I have like another four weeks of like just getting you ready for the job search. But I've already started submitting my resume and cover letters. Hmm. And, you know, um, shout out to chat GPT because they're really it's a really big help. It really, yeah. really helps uh, kind of organize things. And I go back, tweak it and it's it's working. Um, I got a couple of buzzes here and there. Some, I got uh, I got a call today. I'm not sure if it's a an actual tech place or they're a, um, they're an employment agency. Mm-hmm. Either way, it doesn't matter, because if I can get a get a job through an employment agency and uh, you know just getting I, I need to get a job to get my feet wet to kind of get in the right. mix right so i'll take anything at this point um that's gonna pay something decent but i'm done man i'm not done but you know i'm i'm at the be like i put it on uh linkedin i said i'm at the beginning 
of the long race that is IT because it's it's a constant learning thing. Um, right. I'm going to try to, I want to focus and concentrate on cybersecurity. So there are a bunch of courses and things of that nature that I have to get into, but there's a lot of, because of this, there's such a shortage for cybersecurity people. There is um, a lot of free courses out there. So, you know, that's something that's constantly changing and I, and, and it's, but it's also very fascinating. You actually have to stay ahead of the scammers. Yeah. yeah. And, and that I'm sure that it's not easy. Yeah, but you know what what I've what I've learned so far is that you know there what it did for me, it opened the door for how shit really works, you know, and then you see how viruses work and how that happens and and the the you know the protocols that they use to fight against it. So it's very very interesting. I I, I like it. I like the whole idea of good cop bad cop, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and and protecting people's information or people for most part, p- people's information and their accounts and their money and stuff like that. There's, there's a lot, you know, because, again, I've been scammed before. I, I fell for one of those phishing emails before. Oh, you when, did? Yeah. It looked just like when I was with Bank of America. How much did you give the prince? I didn't give anything. They hit me with a phishing email that asked, oh, your bank has been compromised. Please enter Uh-oh. your password and change it. And then it asked for all this other information that I put in. Come to find out it was a fake site. But Bank of America knew, found out about it. So they did whatever they did. And then I, con- I had to contact Social Security, had to dry, uh, contact my wow. driver's license and put like a um, they kind of put like a tag on your shit. So like if anybody starts to do anything in, you know, right after that, they'll be able to say, oh, no, this is not real. Or they'll be able to kind of. They got you like an elderly person. Yeah, they did. And I, yeah. I said, this is my bank. This is Bank of America. <laughs> Let me put my account information in, you know, and luckily. Yep. Let me tell you how slick these scammers are. So I just saw this this YouTube video about this couple. Uh, there's some place in the Midwest, and they got a, a phone call, and on the phone it comes up as Chase, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, um, they, we, "There seems to be some fraud, uh, fraudulent charges. Did you try to charge at such and such a place?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "No." They're like, "Oh, you know what? Somebody trying to steal your card. We're gonna send you a new card, right?" Mm-hmm. So we're going to send you a code now and you verify that code so we do, so that we know it's you, mm-hmm. right? They give them the code mm-hmm. and say, all right, we're going to send you one more code just to verify. And they said, and they gave them the numbers, right? Turns out they were talking to the scammer. Mm-hmm. And on the other end, the scammer is doing a wire transfer from their account. Mm-hmm. And Chase gives you a code mm-hmm. to verify and they're giving the scammer the code. Yeah, two, it's a it's a part of their two two um two step authentication. So it's usually there's a password involved, and then there's that 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 pin they send you, and that's a part of the verification process. So more than likely, they already had most of this person's information, and just needed them yes to get that pin. <laughs> that's exactly. all it was. But and that's great. Being able to so now the phone comes up, they mm-hmm. were able to spoof. Yes. Chase's number mm-hmm. and the number comes up as Chase. Mm-hmm. So you think you're talking to your bank. Listen, these scammers are crazy sophisticated right now. You can't open up an email from nobody anymore. No, I don't care if it's from I don't like this point. All the stuff that I've learned, I'm not open my emails for nothing. Facts. I am. I am not. Oh, no. If I see attachments and the crazy thing is um, like I have my business account uh, email and the amount of emails I get in there with attachments on it that I know because I'm not selling anything off this particular right. site, but they're 
it's like all these transactions that are going on in the background that I'm supposed to go, oh, what's this? And boom, as soon as you click onto it, and regardless of whether it's your cell phone or your, your home computer, or even if you're using a guest computer, you you once you give them that window in, they're gonna they get to kick the door in. But listen, I, I learned a lot uh, in the last ten weeks with this course. I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready. I'm really ready to be in a situation to learn a lot more and to get hands on with it. I'm a little nervous, but I think I'm gonna be okay. You know what, what I mean? Um, just uh, being able to put what I've learned to use. And have it be, you know, I have a, I have to do a lot more intense studying. And then there's, like I was telling Rick early when you were gone, that I, I also want to uh, dive into some cybersecurity courses as well, because that's probably the the app, the the lane I want to do is, is cybersecurity. Like there's analysts, like data analysts and all that stuff. Yeah, but cybersecurity, I think that there's, to me, it's like more of a purpose behind it. Not that any of that other stuff isn't, but that in particular, you know, I, I like that whole uh, that whole situation. Look, I think cybersecurity... Don't, don't. Don't be nervous. Fake it till you make it. They ask you, you know how to write such and such. Hell yeah. I've, <laughs> I've been writing that shit for, for years. I've been writing it since I was two. Right. And then as soon as you get the job, that's when you study how to write whatever it is that they want written. You know, I hope if I get some training on this so I can understand how you guys are. Yeah, yeah. I need to know how you guys do it because I can do it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hacking into the Pentagon when I was five. I just let you guys know. But um, so, yeah, that, you know, the, the course is done in regards to I've got my certifications. I'm happy nice. about that. I've been applying for jobs and, you know, getting some calls here and there. So let, let's see what happens you know, in the next couple of weeks, you guys all brought it be kids today. So I'll bring up mine. L, I think Elliot said something. No, Rick was saying something. It like we forced your hand. Yeah. No, 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 no. Now I got to talk. <laughs> I guess I'll talk about this. No, <laughs> no. Uh, all jokes aside. No, I'm I'm re- no, I'm really proud of her. My youngest has got like a job where she's wow. doing graphic. Uh, she's doing graphic artwork for flop doing flyers to people. Wow. And she's, linked up with her Wait, boyfriend is this a job or she's doing jobs well she's yeah basically doing jobs she's not working at a company she's doing nice. freelance work good for her and uh she's making good money for the summer she's going to make some good money for a 16 year old is very good and considering what she's doing that's uh true. she's she's doing flyer work um she's been doing poetry she's um working with her boyfriend's mother her boyfriend's mother is into you know creating events poetry events and things of that nature so she's kind of working with her as an event planning mother that recently got a degree yes so she's uh, doing the degree was uh he had a degree no no the mom the mother the oh the mother remember he didn't care what the mom's degree was in okay um so no i don't know what the degree is um (laughs) and still and still i don't know but anyway (laughs) um she's making good money she's gonna make some good money and good for her uh, I'm very, very proud of her. And, you know, she's using her artistic abilities, her poetry abilities, her music abilities. And I'm very, very happy for her. And I and I want her to hone those skills. And I keep, you know, we keep laughing because she says, those are my transferable skills because I was talking about transferable yeah. skills one day. So now that's the, that's the buzzword in the house. But she's doing well. She's making some, like I said, making some decent money. And she's like, you know. Are you she, taxing her? No, no, I'm not taxing her. Okay. Not yet. Uh, she still owes me. A trip to Rita's ice cream parlor for Father's Day, <laughs> and I still have that coupon. We haven't used it yet. And nice. If she hears this, she better understand. I still own that coupon, hmm. but um, she's. I'm just very proud of her. You know, I'm That's very, dope. very happy for her that she's doing these things. And 
she's how did that come about? I'm just curious. She just being in the mix, like she she her the the boyfriend's mother had an event. She did poetry at the event, and they know that she draws. and And then she kind of met this person who needed someone to do a flyer, and the conversation struck up. And she, oh well, I do graphic artwork. What I can do that. And the person gave her a chance, and wow. she's you know she did she's a flyer. A boy, listen. She tell, she'll it. sell water to a well, baby. Yeah, I, love, I it. love it. I love the fact that she has it in her. And then, yeah, you know, I gave her, listen, I gave her a couple of jewels to, 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 to run with and just how she should do it and how she should interact business wise and what how to send an email and what to say in the email and all those other things. So I, I utilize what I learned in my first 10 weeks of this course and helped her out. So it's good. Well, I love it. Tell her tell her Uncle Rick has some strong freelancer advice. Okay. Get a deposit <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> yes for everyone Flags. yes yes a deposit before you because... do a single thing get yes. a deposit yes and 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 that's something that she she learned and she from her very first job because she made the flyer she did watermark her stuff she knew she had enough to know she watermarked all her stuff so it's not like the person can run with it but the you know the the money thing was you know kind of getting funny and she's like oh i still haven't heard from them i said well then you follow up with an email and if that's and if there is no response to that you follow up with another email i'm sorry you know i guess she went with another person whatever and then keep it moving but i think what it is is that the person that she did it for is you know they're they're an artist so they're busy doing a lot of other things but i'm just happy that she's in this whole like crew of event planning and all that other stuff and she's gonna make some good money and um, I just want her to, to embody that spirit. I want her to have that spirit of making money for yourself and not having to work for anybody. And yeah. if you're able to do what you do what you like, it's even better. So shout out to yeah. my youngest. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, what else is going on? I actually went out for a drive yesterday. I've been in this house pretty much for the last four weeks, and I haven't really been out the house much. I'll probably four or five times. And twice was going to the ER and to the doctor. Other times I went out for my daughter's birthday and I just been in the house and I was going stir crazy and I was basically behind this computer the whole fucking day. So I, I, uh, you know, I washed up, I showered up and I, I fucking just went Is out the, the first house time in four weeks. <laughs> no, man, what the fuck. <laughs> no, Listen, when, when I hurt my foot, when I went and before I even went get to get a emergency question. But no, I, I wash every day. So oh. I went and got this thing that covers the Which foot. Which is why I was curious as to why you made that. <laughs> well, you like, you know, it. I like, washed why up. Why was that so important you washed up? like Because that's some old man shit to say. I oh. took a shower, <laughs> put on my deodorant, put on my, put on my secret. No, um, I went out and just drove secret. down to Bayonne. Uh, they have like... um like the dock area, drove around mm. there, parked a little bit, went to uh, Liberty. You drove around the docks? No, no. They, <laughs> looking for hooers. <laughs> no. They, they, Took a little drive around by the docks. Did you take docks, a walk looking, around the docks? No, I couldn't walk. I drove, motherfucker. <laughs> you didn't take the eye walk? The eye walk freely? was in the... The I walk freely was riding shotgun, but it, I oh. take that out everywhere. No, I just drove down there. Like, Bayonne has the docks where the actual uh, ships come in. So mm-hmm. they, they also have like little parks over there at the, at the tip of these, um, these docks. 
So I, I went, drove around a little bit, then I wound up going to Liberty Park and just, you know, roll down the window and just relax a little bit and just look nice. at the the view. And just to be by the water, they say that water is very calming. And it was, I just, to get some fresh air. And then I came home, man. And for the most part, like I said, I've been on this computer for the last three days, finally finished my work so I can breathe easier now. And now on to the next thing. Nice. So while you were at the dock, were you watching the ships roll in? <laughs> no. Did you watch the way you get? I didn't watch the ships rolling. in. <laughs> the ships rolling. <laughs> That's when he's in the car. Oh my god. Uh, well, actually there was there was a big ass uh uh cruise ship that was that was a docked. A cruise ship. ship? A cruise ship. They have they have Bayonne now has cruise ships that come in. Really? Yeah. You know, Is I that guess a the, tourist destination? No, it's just it's just a, a location to dock because it's it's in close proximity of New York and it's actually in Jersey as opposed to having to go oh. to New York. So there was no one on the ship. No, it, it was probably what happens is they board there, right? Yeah, they, they have, board. They have, and they, yeah, they have one in Red Hook. Like, there's no. Yeah. What do you mean? Like a carnival or something? Yeah, that's yeah, what it was like a carnival, Queen. whatever, Norwegian, whatever I it is. I did not whatever. know this. Yeah. That's you where can, the Queen Mary wow. is in Red Hook. Yeah. I did not notice. Not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, they something new every day. Yeah, they have it in Bayonne. And like you, like uh, Rick said, they have it in Red Hook and, and other parts. But the one in Bayonne is relatively new. I think they started docking ships there in the last couple of years. Actually drove, drove Uber. When I was driving Uber one day, I picked up from there. And, uh, you know, people come in and a lot of people either go directly from there. They can go to Newark Airport, which is like 10, 15 minutes away. So you can literally fly there, get on the boat, go wherever and come back. A lot of those trips, from my understanding, are short, like um, Bahamas and bermuda things of that nature mm. okay good to know so that's what i did i you know took a little ride and and uh got some fresh air good for you yeah man so that's my check-in and i'm done speaking still on my line. On the dock on the i stole air line wasting <laughs> time <laughs> stealing his line <laughs> Lillian. <laughs> All right. Merch drop. You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This has been from Decoding 40, letting you know about Decoding40pod.com. That's right, Decoding40pod.com. That's our new site that's got all our merch on it. Decoding40pod.com. Decoding40pod.com. Next topic we're going to deal with today is corporal punishment, beating your children to beat or not to beat. That is the question. Hmm. And uh, we, I was watching a video uh, that L sent us into the chat from Ture. Am I saying his name right? Mm-hmm. It's yes. Ture. Right. The Ture yeah. Show. The Ture Show, where he was uh, interviewing Dr. Stacey Patton, and they were talking about corporal punishment. And the uh, I guess the do's and don'ts or whether you should or you shouldn't. And uh, she was talking about, you know, what you would I guess they would call soft parenting as opposed to, you know, being strict or, you know, corporal punishment, which is like, you know, the last line of defense, giving your kid a spanking or again, some people go a little harder than that. 
and the stigma that it that's in the black community that oh you're raising your kids to be soft or white or that sensitive shit don't work and you got to raise your kids to be hard and all these other things you know i i don't i don't believe that to be true and we kind of touched on some things last week where we talked about just i guess raising assholes like if you're this type of person and you and you raise this person to be that way they're going to turn out to be just as bad as you or 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 you know hopefully get therapy but a lot of times how you parent will damage the child if you're beating on your child so i mean what do you what do you guys think about this i mean yeah parenting a child is going to damage them <laughs> no matter what you do it's just what kind of damage you're going to inflict but um my my wife and i have, have made the decision that we're not going to beat our kids like that's not something that we do but when our kids were really young and they did something, they might have gotten a flick on the hand. Now, it wasn't anything that would hurt, but it definitely uh, it hurt their feelings, I think, more than anything else. And when the flick on the hand didn't work, it evolved into a pinch. And I probably have not pinched them in years now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's as far as we would go. Like, because I feel like at this point, we can actually reason with them. We can explain to them why that's not acceptable, what is expected of you. And, you know, if you don't comply, there's other things that we've done. We, you know, send them to the stairs is level one, right? And then you get sent to your room that's level two. And like, oh, they're like, ah, like the the entire world is falling <laughs> apart because they can't see what Solitary. we're downstairs, right? Solitary. <laughs> you would you would think that the world is absolutely going to pieces because that FOMO is a motherfucker, mm-hmm. and that that's as much as we have to do these days. <laughs> Yo, you can she can she your your daughter can hear your your son or your son can hear your daughter they down there hot. This pizza show is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and the pizza tastes much better when your sibling is in the room and you're downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> good fuck. Oh, <laughs> is this God. is this real cheese? What is this? Is this Gouda? <laughs> Gouda. So I, I have a couple stories, but the two times it will speak for my youngest and for my oldest. So I remember one time my youngest was maybe about three or four. And she did something. I forgot what it was, but she did something crazy. And I went to like give her a spanking on her butt. And she was at that at that time, she was, yeah, she was out of pampers. Uh way out of pampers. And she was like running. And I try to try to to hit her on the bottom. And I'm and I swung not hard, but I hit her like on her lower back mm. above her butt. And it made this sound. It sounded hollow, like boom. And I was like, oh my God. And now, and she didn't, it didn't really even hurt it because she didn't, she kind of laughed it off and kept running. But the sound that it made made me feel horrible. Mm. And I knew at that point I would never spank her again. I found like you, you know, I think the psychology works works more. The removal of items that they adore is is way more effective, effective than the, the actual spanking. Because the spanking is usually very quick, quick sense of pain. There may be some embarrassment there. There may be some bad feelings. I think that probably the feeling after the spanking is worse. But I, I went to spank her and I heard that sound and that was it for me. I, I never wanted to, to hit her again. I've wanted to shake the shit out of her 
<laughs> around now because, you know, a mouth of a 16 year old is just ridiculous. Yep. But, um, you know, gangster. Yeah. You know, I, I would never I would never put my hand on her or smack her because I don't want her to grow up to think that's acceptable to, mm-hmm. for a man to be able to hit her or anyone should be able to hit you, regardless of man, woman, whoever, anybody. It's just not something that I don't want her to ever think or fear about. Now, my oldest one time and I didn't spank her this time. We were we had went away and we were down south somewhere. And my man, Kenny, Kenny's daughter is basically they're like six weeks apart. Kenny's daughter is six weeks younger than than my daughter. And they were little kids or whatever. And for whatever reason, my daughter went into a got really, really nasty with his daughter and said something and and made her upset or made her cry and was just being like very, very nasty to this girl for whatever reason. I don't know what was wrong. She was just in a mood. She was probably about eight or nine. And I took her little ass on the steps and I started talking to her and I was scolding her. And like, how dare you do that? That's so horrible. You shouldn't do that. That that little, what did that girl do to you? She's been friendly to you. Da, da, da. And all of a sudden, this little tear started coming down her face and she started crying. And I felt bad, but I didn't have to lay a hand on her, mm. you know, and she understood. And, and basically my relationship with both my kids, in particular, my oldest, I've always been, it's always been conversation and I'll raise my voice and I'll yell sometimes because this is who I am. But those I think they hate those conversations more mm-hmm. than than the possibility of an ass whipping. I, I just think that I think that is more is effective it, than anything else. Is it because they're long or is it because they're, they're hurting both <laughs> like, oh, Jesus, get me out of here. Yo, my, my oldest, she'll just look at me with the stare like she's locked up in, I don't know, some sort of uh, fucking prison. She just gets the prison. <laughs> she gets the fucking she gets the fucking thousand mile stare. She just looks at me. And I'm like, what the fuck you look at? <laughs> it's like she puts herself in a box with headphones on. And whatever she's listening to is not me. Right. This fucking uh, you know, whatever the fucking song is, but she's not listening to me. My old my youngest, they do the same thing. They just look at me. Like, when yeah. is this shit gonna be over? We we actually I I think I've talked about this on the show before. I have hit my oldest son maybe twice and my youngest son maybe once. And these kids will never let me live that down. Wow. Abuser! Right. <laughs> and they make you both, wear the scarlet both time, a scarlet letter. Actually, one time when they both got hit, it was because they were arguing and fighting with one another. And I basically was making a point. If y'all going to fight each other, you got to fight me. So I like backhanded them in the chest. And... Again, Father. I hear about this all the time. And Remember I never was a fan of getting beatings as a child. It just seemed... Who was a fan of getting beatings? No, but I'm just saying there are people our age who are still advocating for beatings. Yeah, that's true. So it's like <laughs> weird behavior to kind of say, okay, I didn't like it, but I think I should do the same thing to my kids. I think some people thought that that, was what kept them in that was the only thing that kept them in line i guess some people do think that but i'm one that i think reason and communication are far better um tools to use than striking a kid with a switch a cord or hand or belt i just am not of that mindset and um (laughs) <laughs> I want to test y'all gangster in the sense that I think you both have seen this video that's going viral now of a kid who spent $45,000 of his parents. Oh. 
Well, I, that kid, yeah, that kid got to get some hands. He's got to get the hands. <laughs> He's catching some fucking hands. No, 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 no. That little motherfucker is getting a job. But are, are you paying that back? Are you are you okay with what? How his parents responded? Yep. I mean, yeah. initial response. Yes. And we don't even know how old that kid was. Yeah. He could have been. He was at 19. an internet cafe, so I'm thinking he's at least those, 13, 14. Those parents look. Those parents did not look young. He he could have been. 40, Look, how the fuck do you spend forty five? That's what I'm trying to wrap my mind around because in, I'm thinking, what did what did he buy? What was Who each gave, level five or ten thousand dollars at a time where you just didn't realize that that's what you were spending? Because that's only like eight who, or nine who, levels. Who gave him that car? And what was he accessing for forty five thousand dollars? Dicks. Up. And I don't know, also, something. if it was a credit card, it was go, it was going to be reimbursed. So I'm going to be honest with you, I. Because one of the things that um, Dr. Patton talks about is the idea of corporal punishment is uh, a European uh, standard of discipline. And she actually makes the point, particularly for black families, the whitest thing that you can do is beat your kids. That's the thing that I didn't agree with, because I don't think that that is only a European thing. I didn't say she didn't say it was the only, but she did say that the, the practice was developed in in Europe because there there was a different connection between parent and child. I think, think, but I think that that in, that exists in indigenous cultures as separate from any European influence. Do you think that I think that I, I would I don't I'm think saying I have done research so but she's do, I, she is there a correlation I don't know if they if they touched on this a correlation between level of education like you, the, the more you know, the better you'll be as a parent. You know, is there anything? Well, I think part of it is that if you think that beating your child is an acceptable form of punishment, then you're going to do it regardless of your educational background. Mm-hmm. You guys said that if your child was to spend, if you were in, a, in, the, in the situation with the parents whose child spent $45,000, you would have beat him or you thought it was acceptable for him to get beat. Yeah, that's a lot of money. But I mean, that's well, money, I, though. This is this is like now you're any thief. Like you're not even a relative. You're just somebody who <laughs> stole forty five thousand. What I found crazy was the way they were beating up. That, that kid got jumped. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, that Yo, wasn't a beating. That wasn't a spanking. You just, that kid you just got see jumped. Hands flailing. Yeah, mother and father. Like MOP mother and there. father. We're, we're in there. Me up. Right. Yo, he got Timbaland stomped. <laughs> he got Tim stomped. But he did. Th- you know what? The thing is that that we the, what we don't know about that is forty five thousand was you know even if they they had they have to go they're gonna have to go through so much to get that money back. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact that, that you don't much. know where that money came, they needed that money for, and it might not have that might have just been credit. Here's the thing, yeah. right? And I, I have a feeling because he had access, it could not have been life savings. Because how would he have been able to access life savings? I feel like it was it some matter. sort of credit forty five thousand dollars that someone's got to pay back, and it's probably the parents. Yeah, no, was, the, the yeah, credit card company's gonna wipe it out. They're gonna wipe it out. I mean, depending on if he's an authorized user, I don't know. Like, we don't have and how old he and how old was he? Right, and how old was he? I mean, because if if he's above sixteen years old, he's getting faded. He's 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 getting fucked up. He's screaming for help. That's the part that bugs me out. Where I'm like, I don't want to see a child screaming for help. The best part is is he the best part is the other dude. He's their he's child. their child. I'm not saying yeah. he's a child. I'm saying he's okay. their child. Right. And the idea that 
and and this is what Patton also suggests that beating children to a certain extent is the only acceptable form of abuse that we have codified in this country. Right. It's domestic violence, she said. Right. Which it is. Yeah. It is. I mean, again, and, and, and there's spanking and then there's like beating a child. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. And What's the difference you know, in your mind? I I, no, I, I wanna I wanna drill down. I'm gonna go a back spanking, to a spanking my own experience. Hold on, Alaric, I wanna I want him to answer this question. A spanking to me is along the lines of what Rick said, a pinch or or a smack on the bottom. A beating is go out and get a switch, take your shirt off and get treated like it's fucking glory. You know, and and you hear these stories throughout the South. A lot of my friends from the South. Yeah, my grandmother used to make me go get a switch and it better be big enough. Don't bring me back no bullshit that I can't beat you with. Or if you lived certain neighborhoods, motherfuckers get the extension cord like that's that's like beyond cold. That's abuse. I'm talking well, about we talked about this butt. when we were on a show when uh, That's, this is uh, two different things. Damon Avenger was on the show about this sort of psychological trauma that exists with um, corporal punishment within our community specifically. So the idea of telling someone to go get something that is going to be used to beat you is some next level abuse in my mind. Of well, course. See, I, I think that All that is. is a direct correlation to the enslaved American experience. That's absolutely a direct cor- correlation. And I wanted to, when you were asking that question about the difference mm-hmm. between corporal punishment and abuse or a beating and a spanking, right. right? As a kid, I knew the difference between being punished for something that I did and my mother acting out in anger over something that I did. And that's a very different situation. That's a very different scenario where you're actually afraid for your life versus accepting the punishment for the bad act. And you, I absolutely knew the difference. And I could point to specific scenarios where I knew that it was out of anger versus a punishment or or the result of whatever. Because, you know, you, you get into you get into shit. Right. I was mischievous. I was never disrespectful, but I was, you know, we got into shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you do know. you, do you, just to kind of put a fine point on this, do you, or where do you land on her evaluation of this being, um, or corporal punishment being abuse? I, I think that is correct. Like I, I see a better way. There's another way. There's a better way where I don't have to humiliate my child. I don't have to actually cause them physical harm. And I'm specifically aware of how I'm approaching them so that I'm not doing it out of anger or I'm not doing it to as uh, a punitive, it's, it's not punitive. I need you to follow the rules that we've set out as your parents. And if you don't follow those rules, here will this is going to be the consequence of that but i don't want to do it out of anger like i want it to be so they can make those decisions they can say if i don't follow the rules this is what's going to happen they're going to make that correlation and i don't want it to be that they're going to fear for their lives or they're going to be fearful of being in pain or having welts you know these these things are real i don't want them to have that trauma of whatever the generation before us the trauma that they had, as they they had it worse. Oh, for sure. They gave us the light version. Yeah, Ben, what do you think? I agree with her assessment, but I also think that you know we we all. I think every generation does a little better 
And we learned from, I think we learned relatively quickly, all of us from that, that wasn't the way and there is a better way. And, and, you know, I gave those two examples to show how in one way she got a spanking and she kind of like ran away or laughed it off, whatever. And I felt worse because I thought I hurt her more than she actually got hurt. I wound up feeling, you know, like they, the, the old ass, it's going to hurt me more than it hurt you. And it really did because I was like, what the fuck did I just do? But then I also have the example of, well, talking to them made her feel worse or put her, made her understand without me making her physically feel any pain. Mm -hmm. And I think that the psychology of it works 10 times more than, than an actual physical. But be careful. Spanking. Those, those words hurt a lot more than those spankings. No, they, no, no. I, I, I get that. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about I'm going to make you feel like shit, but I'm also going to scold you in a way that you understand. You have to understand that you shouldn't talk to people that way. And I think what got her upset is that I called her on her bullshit and I was and I was upset that she was acting that way. Like I was surprised at her behavior and she was still at that age where she, that, you know, I was her daddy and I was everything to her. So to say that I'm disappointed in her. And the way she was acting hurt her feelings more. Hmm. It made her understand like, wow, my behavior was must have been really fucked up if dad called me out on it and then spoke about it and said something about it. So, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make you feel like shit. I'm going to let you know that what you did was wrong and that I'm not I was disappointed in her. She shouldn't talk like that or be be like that towards the person that was being friendly with you. Like, why were you doing that? So All right, I'm going to put you yeah. both on the spot as fathers of daughters. If your daughter is the gamer who had just spent $45,000 in a gaming cafe, are you pummeling her in her seat like those two parents did their son? No. Uh, no. I, I'm going to, I'm, my wife's actually going to probably pummel her. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave that up to the, uh, to the wife. You know, if, if we're going to, if we're going to tag team, I'm going to hold her arms while you pummel. I'm going to hold the key to the door. That's locking the two of them in the room together. <laughs> I actually don't know what I would do in, in a scenario like that, but mm -hmm. yeah, I would hope that God, honestly, that God would really touch my spirit at that moment and say, don't kill her. Don't hit her. Figure it out. Figure out another way. But she would be working to pay that money off. She yeah. would be doing a lot of flyers. And <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, you know what? Because be the thing city. Like, she would be doing I'm, something. I'm trying to put myself in the mind state of those, of those parents that came into this. They're, they're in the cafe. They're right. in the game cafe, right? And he was probably said something like, "It's not that big a deal." And the pops lost. Yeah, it. Mm. yeah. I can I can see that because these some of these kids are reckless with their mouth. Yeah. Well, here's you know? the thing. I I'm not convinced that it's actually forty five thousand dollars. So, and I don't know if the story is true. I, I I haven't researched it enough to know. I would be incredibly disappointed. Like my feelings would be hurt because the conversation that we've had, and even with my son, uh, my youngest son, for some reason, oh my credit card was attached to uh, his one of his accounts and he wound up charging like a hundred dollars in like gaming fees. And I told him it's, it's not the money. I, I just feel like you knew you were charging at some point. Right. And that's what hurt. Put it on my tab. Yeah. But, uh, but, and again, I didn't 
there was no physical retribution. It was just like talking to him. Like it was also a hundred dollars. Look, I've 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 done. No, no, yeah, it was a hundred dollars, but it still was like the fact that he he knew it. Like maybe the first five or ten or fifteen, he was like, oh, I don't know what's what's going on. But after a while, when you're hitting like a hundred dollars over a hundred dollars, and that shit says okay, you like yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I haven't seen anything. Of course, and then it wasn't until I looked at my charges, like why is all these Nintendo charges on my account? Mm. There's no impulse control with that page. <laughs> Let me tell you. Do you remember nine seven six numbers? Yes. Wow. Back in the day? Yes. Where you would call and you would hear some recorded voice, dirty talking mm-hmm. woman on the other line. So mm-hmm. I decided to run up a fifty dollars or maybe maybe sixty dollars right. on my mother's phone. Like she wasn't gonna notice on the on the phone. Right. Because back right. then it was just Every they charge you for everything. Yeah, and I, I like the way seconds. they were talking dirty to me, so I kept calling back. <laughs> but yeah, and, but and but it's those experiences that sort of help modify your response when your children do something. True that. Yeah, because I, I, I remember my mother was like, "What is this?" <laughs> oh, know. you made it nine seven six two? Oh, for sure. <laughs> For it sure. wasn't even a live person. It there was, was probably <laughs> yo, hold up. <laughs> right. There were there was probably uh conversations amongst parents. It was you know I caught that nasty motherfucker them nine seven six numbers again. <laughs> <laughs> listening to that dirty shit. Yeah. I got what's, something for his what's ass. wild is the genius and evil genius, I should say, mm. of the person who created that and yes. got that information into the hands of teenage yep. children. Yeah. yeah. Children just, with kids. He, he just told one kid. Yes, exactly right. And it spread everywhere. Spread yep. Like wildfire. This is before texting and internet and none of that shit. It's spread, yep. spread through the streets. <laughs> all right. So um corporal punishment, I think we can all agree, is you know, we 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 need to probably bury that, get rid of it. And there's ways to punish your child without beating life out of them, you know. And we've all seen it. We you you take a child's iPad away from them. It's like you've crucified them to the cross. I mean, they, they the, will shut lose the their mind. Shut off the internet. Just or or be like, no, go ahead, take all the charges. They will try to invent solar power, right, <laughs> in a room. Kid be in the window with a magnifying glass and a fucking switch. Talking about how do I make this work? <laughs> I got to figure this out while running the battery power. Oh man. Recording forty. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. I know you're crying and you're going, why does it have to end? But it does have to end. This is the end of the show. And this is the time when we take to find out what have we learned today or this week or this minute? Well, I learned that um, I'm going to write down my check-ins from now on <laughs> and make sure that, especially around the 27th of June, that I don't forget. Uh, He's going to have so bullet points. Okay, so heard. I covered that. My next thing. <laughs> next slide. <laughs> Happy anniversary, baby. Um, well, I learned that uh, extension cord might not necessarily mean extension cord when you're talking about your 15-year-old. So now I have to go back and ask him, did he actually buy an extension cord? Oh, no. I was the extension cord, Dad. <laughs> I was given instruction to extend my cord. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my petite marshmallows. <laughs> So what did I learn this week? I learned that I could learn something new and that my kid is probably going to be a millionaire before me. Um, <laughs> and I'm and I'm happy for that. Wow. And that's uh, basically it. Any that's last awesome. words? I just want to ask Leon one question. 
Yeah. Are you low key gonna be super proud of your son if he comes home not a virgin after being in Korea? Okay. <laughs> 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 he gonna come. Yo, dad, Korea's the shit. You need to go. All right. So make sure that you listen and tune in every Friday. And uh, you know, you you may want to wear your headphones. You may not, depending on where you work. Also, make sure you go to decoding40pod.com. Make sure you get your t-shirts, your hoodies, your hats, your cups, and all those other things there. And um, just keep listening, guys. Make sure you reach out to us at 619-940-4040. Leave your name, number, and a brief message, and we'll be sure to get back to you. God bless and good night. Thank you all for listening. Talk to you all later. Peace. 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 Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, goddammit.